Dan, one of the most intense things that's ever happened on Fresh Talk is when I wrote this awesome jingle called Redneck Bong, and you somehow, in a Sherlock Holmesian way, found out that I had stolen the tune subconsciously from the Doobie Brothers. Correct. That's correct. I'm sure you have a button that'll play it instantly because you saved it after all these uh, times. Of course, of course I did. Hear it real quick. It's me and your mama and a redneck bong. That's the way me and your mama get along. Okay, and it was a Doobie Brothers song. Uh, I'd like to hear some funky Dixieland pretty mama come and take me by the hand. And it was a fabulous piece of detective work, and obviously there's been many conversations about it. Cheers to that. I have a new jingle that I wrote on the way Oh, there. sweet. And uh, I, you don't need to try and figure it out now because this is, I am confident and original, and I'm scared to share it with you in the audience because I'm afraid, you know, that um, it could be a stolen song. Another maybe theft. my whole career is just a fraud. <clears throat> but I present to you, talking to these hoes online. Talking Captain to- Fisto throwback. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go. Talking to these souls online. Doom, 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 doom. Talking to these souls online. Doom, 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 doom. Having me a real good time. Just talking to these souls online. So far, you're clear. Okay. <laughs> Let me know if it changes again. Okay. But that's what I got. It's in the same style as Redneck Bong. I almost hear like an acapella group, you know, like, he's talking to these souls like online. Barbershop Quartet. Doom, doom, doom. He's talking to these souls online. Doom, doom. He's having him a real good time. I'm just talking to these souls online. All right. Yeah, I see it. Okay. There you go. Dan, welcome to Fresh Talk. Thank you. Um, it's been I a little here. bit since we uh, uh, recorded an episode. It has been some time. We've been running around, we've been traveling, been doing stuff, but we are back, and this is almost a pre-Thanksgiving episode. I because think, it, for think it is. You and I, it's two days before uh, Thanksgiving. Not Canadian Thanksgiving, which was last month. American Canadian Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Jesus. They were way too kind to the natives. You know, they didn't just steal the holiday outright like we did. Yeah, they just said, oh, we're going to do it a different day yeah. as America. This is such a... <laughs> Not to get political, but what a horseshit holiday. The celebration of the unity with the people whose land we stole. It's insane, right? Yeah. But it's a real bad one, right? I mean, I don't think Native Americans celebrate it like mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> I think yeah. It's kind of like Columbus Day where they're like, nah. It's like we, they, they were kind. They brought us in. We shared a meal together. Look, we can be together as one. And then about and then we'll kill know, you. two years later, we took <laughs> everything and killed them. Here, have these blankets. Yeah. Mm, so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a Thanksgiving guy? Oh, yeah. I love Thanksgiving. Oh, is it a big one for you? I mean, yeah. I, as big as holidays get for me. I'm okay. not ever super excited about any holiday. You're except not a huge holiday guy. But, you know, what's weird to me about Thanksgiving is it's it's so related around food. And I am yes. not a huge Thanksgiving food guy. Which has always struck me as weird because you're such a big food guy. Yes. You love food. I do love food. You're a connoisseur, but you don't like Thanksgiving food. Isn't that weird? It is weird. Yeah, I think it's a turkey thing. I've never just been a huge turkey eater, and some people are like, yes. Yeah, well, you're turkey. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you clearly don't like to eat your own, so mm-hmm. that's fine. There you go. Um, but yeah, so, so you know, it's a little... Perhaps hit or miss for me because because some people just like adore the food. Like, oh, oh yeah. my god, I'm gonna eat the green bean casserole, nope. and the mashed potatoes, yep. and the gravy, and, uh-huh. and and all that stuff that is a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. It just doesn't do all that much for me. Mm-hmm. You know? I know people that are really heavy into turkey sandwiches. Like I they don't love even. Them. Yeah, it's like they mm-hmm. don't even look forward to Thanksgiving. They look forward to two hours later. When they're eating cold turkey sandwiches. Yeah, you, you know, you can make yourself a nice Kentucky hot brown, which is a lot more innocuous than it sounds, <laughs> but it is delicious. Yeah. What What is that? Because that sounds like a, a, a gay sex move. <laughs> I mean, in this climate of Me Too's, it's probably not the best name for anything. Okay. Uh, but it's... 
a piece of toasted bread and you put turkey on top of it and then gravy on top of that. So it's just kind of, it's almost like an open faced turkey sandwich. Wow. That apparently my dad stole from Kentucky and named oh, okay. it the Kentucky Hot Brown. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> All I'm saying is if you share a prison cell with somebody <laughs> and he says he wants to introduce you to a Kentucky Hot Brown, you're in bed. You're you're bummed. Yeah. Like bummed. Yeah. Literally. Both meetings. Bummed. It's uh, along the lines of a Cleveland steamer, I guess. But. <laughs> or the infamous Alabama booger. Nobody wants that. Oh man, toothless Alabama booger. Oh jeez, jeez, God, Dan. Um, I don't even know what we're talking about at this point. Dan, what have you been up to, man? What's what's going on? What, uh, what's been new in the, in the life of D. Clark? A little traveling, right? Didn't you head head a west? little a little head traveling east. south? I went south. Okay. Yeah, you did. Long time ago. <laughs> about an hour south. I was at a work conference last week, but it was only in Pasadena. So. Oh, Pasadena. Yeah. Cool. It was close by. Good, cool conference? Yeah, it was a great I mean, conference. It's, was it's, it some shit you give a fuck about, or was it you had to go because of work? Oh, no, definitely. It's shit I give a fuck about. Oh, you do? It's, okay, that's nice. Which I didn't know this Nothing's existed. worse than a work conference. You're like, All right, this is work, but I'm somewhere else, so I'll get drunk tonight. Yeah. You want to go to conferences where you're like, oh, this is actually I'm interesting to me. Interested in the topics and the breakout sessions were good and the keynotes were good. It's a conference for education technology professionals. Okay. So it's IT for education people, which is what I do. to go to this or you went no. uh, volunteer? Oh, no, I volunteered. I went two years ago. So they've been sending us in small groups, okay. like little pods of dolphins, if you will, okay. uh, because it's not cheap. So they'll send three or four people a year. And I went two years ago when I was in San Diego, which was a fucking blast. Yeah. And I wasn't San going Diego's to go. Weather-wise, one of the most, one, the uh, beautiful places on it's just, earth. It's just a fun city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I wasn't going to go this year, but somebody couldn't go for some reason, so they sent me. Okay. But it was great. It was great. You know, um, some good after parties, some good keynotes. Scott Kelly, Captain Scott Kelly, the astronaut, was the first keynote, okay. uh, which was cool because I've always wanted to see him talk about his year in space. Um, oh, he's one of those guys that went there for he, a long He time. went for okay. 346 days or what something like that. What did he say it did to his mind? Like, uh, did, you know what I'm saying? Like, is there a loneliness? Like, because imagine a panic attack, which, you know, maybe you and I have never really had a full-fledged one, but I'm okay. sure we both have instances of panic. Sure. What happens when you have a panic attack in space? Well, you don't. You must freak the <laughs> fuck out, right? Because they won't send you to space if you're going to have a panic attack. He had been at least on three other space missions before. Okay. They repaired the Hubble. They did some other shit. I mean, he was the captain and the pilot. Being in space. I but then he went just, for a fucking year, which is even crazier. I have trouble just digesting that, you know, it's so, I don't know. Oh, man, I do that in a second. Yeah, no, no, I could only totally see you do something like that for sure, and I think it's awesome, but sometimes, like, space and, and the stars and infinity and planets, it's like, it makes my head just go, like, I can't handle that. Yeah. Like, some people dwell in that, and I'm getting real, like, out of control, like, here, but um, some people can really enjoy, con like, Carl Sagan, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. contemplating and thinking about the cosmos and space, and, and but, like, it kind of makes my head hurt. Not that I don't understand it, but right, it's like... Right. That makes sense. Almost like that's too much. Yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, fuck. But you like thinking about stuff like that. Oh, God. Yeah, I love it. You've always been attracted to, to the science and space. The science and space exploration in particular. And it weirdly ties in well with philosophy, which I also, you know, am oh. a, a fan of anyway. I'm not, you know. Yeah. I don't study or anything, but I enjoy talking about it. So they, they correlate nicely. Yeah. Hmm. It, it is crazy when you think of those big, like, like occasionally um, I had a buddy who was like, I was telling him, man, he's not a podcast guy, but he's into like physics. So I said, man, you got to get into podcast. He was doing a long drive. Right. Oh, and then I, I gave him and he was like, and he like looked up a couple um, physics topics. He's like, oh, my God, I can just listen to like a dude riff <laughs> on this subject for two hours. He's like, that sounds like amazing. I bet my mind's going to go all over the place. And I'm like, 
Oh my god! Like podcasts to me are like you know <laughs> wrestling, boxing, and murder mystery. Like that's sort of like the three places I go. Uh-huh. The idea that I'd be like in a car ride, staring up at the stars, thinking like, and then when this comet passes, it will open a galaxy where there'll be new worlds. I'd be like, ah, just tell me who killed this motherfucker. That's all I want to know. <laughs> that's a, that must have been such a cool thing to open his eyes to podcasts like that because he's like, what? What do you mean? I could just because we've been I've been listening to podcasts for. Ever. You were very for like 13, 14 years as a techie, now. You were very, very hip to them. Early, I was way, way late to them. Yeah, and it's know? just I mean, obviously it's now a world. It's, it's a hit world. the tipping point, you know, a couple of years ago where everybody knows what they are. Yeah, yeah. But for a while I was like, what is like what are you even and there's so much stuff? It's like radio uh curtailed to your interests. Yeah, totally. It's like if you turned on the FM dial and said, I want to hear somebody talk about professional wrestling right now. I don't want to hear these guys talk about, uh, I'm making it up, but baseball on sports talk radio. I want to hear them talk about, or I want to hear them talk about great literary works, or I just, whatever I want to hear for the most part, I'll literally find it. Yes. If my friends are bullshitting about a bunch of random topics, like my friends, Dan and Chris, I can turn on the FM dial and, and hear Dan and Chris ramble on about immediately shit. turn it back off again. <laughs> but yes, it's out there. And you know, you mentioned Carl Sagan. I'm sure he would love to podcast Neil deGrasse Tyson as an amazing podcast called Star Talk, mm. which is also a radio show. I mean, there's obviously it's radio. It's, it's basically radio. it's ostensibly radio, but anybody can do it. And the distribution medium is free because it's the Internet. Radio you don't have a internet. license and, yeah. and a giant tower and advertisers unless Dude, you want, you know, I never, ever, ever really listen to regular like FM radio anymore. Ever. I will. Um, There's a sports LA sports channel that I tend to tune into when I hop in the car. You know, I don't listen to it long. Like Aaron's way into it. It's ESPN's LA station. You know, he knows oh, yeah, all sports the DJs guys. Sports guys are way into to, it. Listens to uh, sports radio all day i listen to it a little bit but i was like you know what i gotta flip on the fm dial and just what's going on like what's going on i haven't listened to radio on my car in forever i listen to podcasts on my phone music on my phone or this one particular sports station so i like went to fm and i went through the whole i was like i'll, I'll go around the whole run i was like you're brave oh my god <clears throat> i mean just just garbage how out of touch did you feel with what's happening music i mean where we live obviously a lot of a lot of hispanic stations no doubt so that doesn't do all that much for me because i don't speak spanish and then going to the am dials it was like i mean some of that i mean i there's this one asshole i I won't even know the guy's name but i've stumbled upon him a couple times slipping through the dial he's just one of these outright hardcore conservatives but it's an act like the stuff he says is clearly an act there's nobody that would ever be that extreme if you will and people love it yeah people call in and just like man i'm so i totally agree with what you're saying about this it's just like this is horrendous it's like these these people calling in are being duped it's entertainment yeah yeah, totally he's a classic example what a piece of shit that guy is i hate that guy but Danny's on TV. Yeah. And the purpose of TV is to sell advertisements. Yep. It's not to educate Same people. Same as radio. Just they're selling advertisements. The station needs to make money or the whatever it may be. The show needs to make money to stay on air. So you can't tell me that someone's opinion is going to be skewed towards whatever will make more people watch, therefore sell more advertisements. It's whatever gets ratings. It's, it's ratings. It's that's, ratings. How, that's why Coast to Coast is still a show. Yeah, well, that's that's an important show, but, um, but you know that's what's just so funny about that. And people think that this is like a political icon. He says what I feel. I believe, man. Let me tell you, if he could make that amount of money, saying a completely different viewpoint, he would. Well, that's how you He's end up with a Alex broadcaster. Jones. 
Oh, that guy. That's he's the nutcase, right? Oh my god, yeah, such a nutcase. But I think, but he says stuff he clearly doesn't believe. But it's yeah, pure and I, shock. But I think him. it's the the extreme example of what you're saying is he's not even. I don't even know if he's on radio. I think he just does his own TV and internet streaming. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Like he obviously is a whack job and a fucking fruitcake. But there's no way he believes all that shit he says. No one possibly could and still walk yeah. around. Like, you'd never leave your house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of it's crazy. There's it's a great, there's like, an amazing, and I know we've probably talked about it already, an amazing John Oliver about him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh so good. God, so good. John Oliver's so, so good sad. Season's over. I know. It's real sad. Um, well, Dan, um, cool. So you had a little conference down in Pasadena. Super I did. cool. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm a rave. Get, we used to do raves all the time. Again, we're kind of bouncing around this episode. But, yeah, we used to have some picks. Um, I have fallen in love with life again, Dan, because finally The Punisher <laughs> is on Netflix. You've peep, heard me peep, talk peep, about... Peep, I've seen lots of good things about it. You have heard me rant and rave about how excited I was to see that. You've heard me talk about how much I love Daredevil Season 2. Mm. You know, I haven't shut up about it. Um, it finally came out last weekend. I am halfway through. I'm about six episodes in. And, oh, Dan, I mean, there is a scene in the first episode. I'm not going to ruin it for you or even the listeners. But imagine your favorite superhero um, or uh, comic book character, because Punisher is more of a guy that just shoots people and kills people, right? He's my favorite. And he has his first kill spree, if you will, to your favorite music artist as the soundtrack. Ratata. <laughs> so basically, I'm watching this. And I'm like, I see what happened. The showrunner on Punisher <laughs> stumbled upon my Twitter and just literally decided, like, this is perfect. Let's make this for Chris. You know, like, oh, I just the first episode is fantastic. I'm enjoying the whole show. Um, it's ultra violent. Certainly not for everybody. It's very much the first Marvel series. It's not very superhero based. It feels a little more like real life. Not that it's realistic that a guy would go around and be a vigilante to that level. I'm not stupid, if you will. Does that make sense? But it's not really dealing yes. with like superheroes and superpowers. It's much more of a covert black ops sort of uh, almost like post-traumatic stress military. I was going to say I've seen a couple headlines saying this is really good for talking about PTSD and maybe what happens post-military That's people. Very interesting. You know, you can't watch it thinking you're seeing Citizen Kane. It's not that by any means, but that Johnny Bernthal guy who we Rose talked about <laughs> who we talked about on this this podcast. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a great actor. Him. He's a very he's good actor. really good in Is it. he good in this Punisher? You really buy that he's just the dude that's just off the deep end and is comfortable with killing because he lost his family and he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Mm. You know, and it's a neat it's a neat twist how they do it. You've seen both seasons of Daredevil, I right? I have not seen it. Either season of Daredevil. Oh my god, Dan. You used to be like the comic book guy. Kind of. Yeah, I just never did Daredevil. I don't know why. Everybody mm-hmm. loves it. I did Jessica Jones, for God's sakes. For God, you did fucking Jessica Jones. I enjoyed and you it. On the Daredevil. I enjoyed it. Well, a lot of people think that's the best Marvel show. I mean, it's... it's, it's on Netflix, on Netflix. I'm okay. not talking about the movies. Well, no, no, sure. You Dan, said show. Oh, my Lord. Jeez, sweet Jesus, Dan. Get 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 on that Daredevil, dude. I think you'd love it. I've told you that guy even reminds me of you. You, you would really like Because he's blind. Yeah. <laughs> he's going south. Um, it's good. Is that, is that something you're ever going to watch? Yeah, probably. It's not it's, on the list? It's just not on my radar. It's nothing I think to watch when I'm thinking, like, I need a show to watch. I just never go to Daredevil. I mean, mostly because I think all of my coworkers aren't watching it right uh-huh. so we're talking about ozark and we're talking about game of thrones and westworld and all this yeah, yeah. stuff and i'm like oh i should watch this one and i just never get there i've heard a couple of people talk about ozark so Have i you watched it i watched the first episode okay and it was fantastic okay um i've heard that 
the rest of it isn't quite as good as the first. Okay. But it's still very good. So I still have to go finish it up. Mm. But the first one was very, I was like, so my my friend got a new TV, a new 4K TV, and we watched The Walking Dead up there. And it doesn't look great okay. on AMC. And he's like, no, 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 you got you to gotta see some Netflix 4K t- content. And he's already watched all of Ozark. So he put on Ozark just to show me how good it looked. And I was like, I kind of just want to watch this. Uh-huh. So we watched the first episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was good. I, I liked it. It's nice to see but Jason Bateman in a different role. You haven't hopped into the whole show, though. No, but I, I, I will. Okay. You're, that's one you're going for. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll watch the season. There's just so many options, man. And know. You know, it's unbelievable the quality of content uh, on Netflix in terms of the films that they're getting. Like, I'll be like, hey, I'm here just to watch some TV shows. I'm like, wait, they got this movie? Or, yeah. damn, I did want to see that movie. And, whoa, they we, got this. I mean, oh. I watched one on Sunday. Sunday or Monday? It must have been Sunday. Uh, just because it popped up on the Netflix. Like, hey, you might be interested in it. Yeah. It was called Jim and Andy. And it was a do- oh yeah, I heard it that. was a documentary that about just came out literally it just like came last out. week. Yeah, yeah Jim, yeah, it's probably why it was on the you know on the promoted list, and oh. it was actually really good and crazy. Yeah, like to watch all this behind the scenes shit. So, you know, this footage has been in a shelf in Jim Carrey's office for twenty years, and they finally just got him to release it and sort of talk about it. I had to do an interview there's on so it. So many things. I mean, if you dig deep on the old Netflix, I there's a documentary about this bizarre sort of indie film that Sean Penn acted in that turned into this weird cult thing. But they did a whole. Doc- the one where he's like the second best classical guitar player in the world? I don't think so. No, that's a good movie. That's a good <laughs> I can't movie. think of the title right now. Sweet Lowdown. I saw that in the theater. I know. That's a good movie. I Is haven't it? seen that in a long... Have you ever seen that? I, no, I never saw it either. Oh, it's a it was, tremendous that one was, movie. It was on my list. I that's just didn't get to it. a Woody Allen film. You'd really like oh, that. It's Woody Sweet Allen. Lowdown. Okay. Yeah, really, really... God, it's a good movie. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's one of those, like, not lost, but... It's a classic, you know. It's a real good film. You'd really like that a lot, I think. But mm. yeah, he's the second best classical guitar <laughs> player in the world. Um, sad too, you know. One of those yeah. guys, Woody Allen. He's, he, he, Woody Allen always gives you that pinch of sadness. Oh yeah, you know that's just his style. Uh, but yeah, there's just so many great options. But oh god, I'm in love with the Punisher. If you're listening and you are a fan of uh, the Marvel universe, especially the Netflix Marvel universe, if you were introduced to Punisher on uh, Daredevil season two. It goes to the next level. It's violent. It's aggressive. It's out of control. It's everything that Punisher fans like myself have been dreaming about with the three movies that always kind of got it right but messed something up. Because that character had three freaking movies with three different guys playing Punisher. And there was always like, okay, they got that right but that wrong. And they got that right and that wrong. And this guy just came along and they just, just, he knocked it out of the park. I'm enjoying the show so much. It's so nice to look forward to something and not be disappointed i mean i've been waiting for this for at least a year and a half yeah and i'm just and i'm loving every second of it you know how i i feel like thomas jane was probably a very good punisher but i don't think he was allowed to do what he was you're probably gonna do percent right i like he, thomas jane yeah now you know about that uh dirty laundry uh short right he actually, yes with his i own do know about i think you told me about yeah, that with his own money filmed a little if you've never seen it, it's called dirty laundry it's on uh youtube starring thomas jane he plays the punisher he re does the role in a short, short little film. Ron Perlman's in it. But Fuck basically, yeah. he wanted to show people what he wanted to do if he was able to make a sequel. And which was make it much more gritty and violent, you know? Mm. Um, so it's... Uh, what it should have been. The way it should have been. Um, I also saw Thor. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. What did you think of the first one? The first Thor? Yeah. Uh, take it or leave it. Okay. Didn't dislike it. Didn't hate it. Take it or leave it. There was something about this one. I actually brought a friend's young son because he was a big comic book nut and my friend wasn't able to take him. So I was like, dude, I'll take you. You know, I like comic book movies, but I wasn't looking forward to it. I wasn't pumped. I didn't have much um, 
background on literally what was occurring in the film at all. And lo and behold, man, it knocked me out. It was funny. It was visually awesome. Mm. The acting was good. It was like a complete movie. It reminded me of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And the visuals were great. The Hulk was awesome. Mark Ruffalo was incredible. I, I mean, love Mark Ruffalo. Dude, you would really... Did you see it yet? I haven't seen it yet, no. Oh, do you like the Thors? I do. I don't like them as much uh, on their own as I do with when he's with the Avengers. They got it. They, they, but they did it. You're saying they did it with this one? Never would have thought that on the third one. Usually, right. the, you know, they tend, Second one was, get, they tend to get a little worse. Yeah. You know, they did the opposite with really? this one. This is a banger, man. It is a lot of fun. I mean, it's got a lot of, you know, references and weird stuff like that. But it's incredible. Like, they knocked it out of the park. I literally think it's one of the better Marvel movies. I was I was sucked in for the whole film. Huh. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Um, How about uh, the new season of South Park, Dan? Um, Catching it at all? I think I caught the first four. Okay. And then I kind of fell off. I think there's like four more. Okay. It's a little all over the place. It's not as it's, it's The ones I saw, it was all over the place. Yeah, it's a little all over the place, but it's still great. Every episode, you get a laugh. Hopefully, there's a new one tonight. I don't know if there's a break this week, but... My oh my, does that show still make me laugh? They always give me something that just they always just do. Tremendous. Even if it's not a good episode, there's always one part that you're like, that's incredible. It's one of it's probably the only show that I legitimately laugh out loud <laughs> at least once every episode. You know, it's hard to laugh out loud when you're just watching I know. TV. I know. So good. Um <laughs> basically in um the last episode, Kyle um steals Cartman's girlfriend briefly <laughs> and he doesn't realize <sighs> why. And Hang he finds friends, out, babe. and he basically just has a freak out, but it's totally like an anti-Jewish freak out. So you see where where Carmen's mind goes when he finds out. Dan, it's <laughs> laugh out loud, dude. You would love it. It's just classic, like it's like you like. Kyle, and then like you guys so what you see, and they do that South Park where they don't actually show cartoon; they show like real footage <laughs> of what's happening in his mind. Oh, it's so good, dude! So Jillian good. in in Facebook, uh, Facebook land, whole, whole, wholeheartedly agrees with you about Thor. She says it's amazing. Hell yeah, just absolutely loved it. Blew, blew my, and I was wasn't expecting much. I mean, I knew it was going to be big, bombastic, blockbuster type flick. It's good alliteration, though. I have thank you, um, big bombastic. Oh yeah, big bombastic blockbuster flick. Everybody here can suck my... Plectrum. <laughs> oh, boy. I expected that, were you? Yeah, it was good. Uh, so, with that said, are you have any interest in Justice League? Because I'm telling you, I don't. I have no interest in Justice Like, none. Why don't you have interest in it? I've never been that big of a DC guy anyway. I'm yeah. Like, I'm a casual comic fan, as it is. Yeah. I like Marvel. I like Spider-Man. Yeah, I, but you don't sit around and read comics like no, Kai does, No, no, no. Right? Kai fucking reads everything. He can get he his got, hands on. He got on. bit, dude. He I got bit really he hard. He got bit by the bug recently. He's so deep down <laughs> those wasn't rabbit holes. recently. Hole. It was like two years ago. Yeah, and but he's far gone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like my friend Dylan, who's always, you know, he makes comics like he... He reads comics all the time. He's going to shops and talking to artists and all yeah. like he's in. And I'm just like, cool, I'll read Preacher again. <laughs> but I, I've always been a fan of the characters, yeah. right? And Marvel, Marvel comics is you take a break. Yeah. And then you find one that you dig. And then next thing you know, you're down the goddamn rabbit hole again. You yeah. Know, there's so much good stuff out there. Like I've gone to a couple comic book shops recently because I was like looking for some more Captain America issues. Long story for another time. Point being, though, is like I'm like, God. I bet all this shit's good. Like, I'm looking at the new Arrival wall, and I'm like, I Mm. bet I could go to the clerk and say, hey, man, I want to read, like, a really good series from the top. 
it's probably endless. That's why those comic book shop guys exist because yeah. they can live in an alternate universe. You don't really have to participate in the real world because there's so much content. It's not like, oh, well, there's one episode of a show a week and I have to wait till next week to watch it or I'm going to binge all 10 and be done. It's like an endless universe That's, well, that you can live in. I mean, you could do that with TV, too. It just might not be as good. Because you still got to wait for issues to come out of comics if you're buying them as they as they get released, right? Unless you wait sure. for graphic novel saying, and binge. But I'm saying there's so many different comic lines that intertwine and great stories. You, you could read forever. Like I just think it's limitless, the amount of content. It's not like there's only 10 comic books, and if you read the new one every Wednesday, you're covered. You could go and go and go, and now you got that new Marvel app, the the the, the Kai thing, where he can just read any comic book. Oh ever. yeah, which so, is I mean, finally, it's such a great idea. Oh, it's wild. It's 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 such a deep, over the top universe, you know. Um, Jillian is asking, and again, on Facebook, what about Game of Thrones? And Jillian, I will refer you to episode one twenty six, as well as like a dozen other ones where we go into detail yeah. about Game of Thrones and what our thoughts are of them. Uh, but I love it, and I've read all of them that are in print anyway. So of course, of you course, can count on of course. That. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially if you're into Game of Thrones, we talk extensively. At one point, this podcast almost veered into just being a Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> That's true. Like every other podcast, you know, because it I mean, took over the world. Yeah, yeah. I got to the point. I told you I was tuned into that uh, sports talk radio show, and they're like, "We're going to start doing." Game of Thrones segment. I'm like, I can't imagine them pitching that to the producer of an LA sports talk radio. And the producer thumbed up it like, hey, dude, like supposedly the phones light up whenever we talk Game of Thrones. Imagine so, if it was 97 and he just read the first book. And he was like, can I talk about this? Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> I've been reading a new fantasy book. You know what I mean? They'd be like, you're fired. You 2017. Know? It's yeah. a different story. Yeah. What a weird world. The merger of everything. I mean, everybody's so accessible to everything. Geek culture coming in, coming uh, in hot. It just took everything. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you couldn't imagine. The, 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 imagine in 1990, if you will, like the jock culture embracing basically Dungeons and Dragons. Is that fair to say? I mean, it's Dungeons and Dragons. And the whole thing with Dungeons and Dragons was it was a bunch of nerds playing Dungeons and Dragons, right? Like the football team wasn't sitting around playing D&D in the 80s, right? But now for you. the football team it's is sitting around now. watching D&D. Jacqueline's brother who played high school and college football and coached, is still coaching, is a big jock, mm. plays D&D all the time. Oh, yeah? And he loves it. And you know what's weird is the whole game culture of, of yeah. the games where people get together at like... Uh, Tabletop. Yeah, comic books stores now have a lot of them transformed, transformed into gaming yeah, stores. Totally. Like our big comic book store in town for years was Ralph's. Oh, and, and then suddenly now, became yeah. like Seth's Anime, you know, like, yeah. you know, and they have games. And I was at a mall in Santa Maria this weekend and, and there was a whole store and they're like, yeah, I like looked up comic books like, hey, where's the best comic book store? And Dan, I went to this place and there's like a small rack of comics in the front and then plastic table after plastic table and dudes just playing table games, you know, and I'm just like, wow, that's the new comic book store. It's like they you have to do it to stay in business. You just can't have comics like you've totally. got to have a, a, a room in the back where people play, which is awesome. I, yeah. I think it's great. I got no problem with it. I've been I've been itching to play it because I haven't played it. And I know it's a really, really good game. The game called tabletop game called Settlers of Catan. But it's like it's like the intro to tabletop gaming. Like I was listening to a podcast earlier in the week. It's like no, no, no. That's like that's like the training wheels. Like we're going to talk about all these other games and this and that. And I was like, damn, dude, this guy's deep in the tabletop. Which is it's fun. Yeah. Is that what is that the term for it? I I don't know. It's called tabletop gaming. 
what, what, there's what's the a word? YouTube channel called Tabletop, and it's okay. it's Will Wheaton and a bunch of his friends, and they play a game like it's you know a half an hour. They play four games. You don't watch them all the way through. It's edited, okay. but it exposes you to new tabletop games. Really? Yeah. Is he into it or oh, is he he's just so in, no no show? he's way into it. He's way into there's it. a whole world of it. Oh yeah, like Monopoly. But more fantasy, D&D. Nothing that old. Like newer games. Like, I, I wouldn't even know where to start. But take a look at the channel. You'll see a Did bunch I of Did I tell stuff. you around Christmas when uh, Owen got Tyler, who is his son, a tabletop game? And it yes. was. Owen was telling me about it. It oh, sounds fucking awesome. Dan, I'm not fucking shitting you. Four adults and one. Well, five adults. Tyler's, he's an adult. He's an adult. <laughs> he's an adult. And we couldn't figure out how to play this fucking game. I'm telling you the instructions. Jacqueline says it's always been called tabletop, by the way. Okay. The the instructions on this fucking thing that Thank Tyler you, got, he wanted to play it. You know, it was unbelievable. <laughs> it was like, it was, I'm, I'm, I know it sounds crazy, but I literally was like, you, you need like, a, you need to study this. I was on YouTube watching videos as to how to play yeah. it. And even the guys on YouTube were like, oh, this is a fucking hard <laughs> one, man. Like this means this and this means this and you get this and you're powered by this and you switch this and then you do this. And it was like a zombie apocalypse in the snow game. And it looked cool as fuck. I mean, mm. there were parts to it that were like dope. It was like, it was like, okay, they're like put on this helmet and this face paint. And I'm like, this is cool. All you right. know, like I like the dress up aspect. Did you get extra points if you still had the original Hoth play set? We didn't get it done. I mean, we didn't, Bro, you didn't even play the game. Play. We didn't wow. play the game. We Owen's, kinda, we, I think Owen finally got through it. Owen and Tyler took it. one night and really made it happen. And I, Owen's mind, I imagine, could work in a way that would, you know, allow him to actually probably be really good at something so abstract and bizarre, you know, because... He goes to strange places like that. His Owen's mind is a tabletop game in itself, you know, <laughs> in a, that in multiple a, people are playing in a different dimension. Yes. <laughs> he wins sometimes. <laughs> he loses sometimes. Sometimes you go through a wormhole. Yeah. And you, there's Owen. <laughs> Owen's brain is like an alt monopoly, like the, the <laughs> version that didn't like, you know, uh, we haven't worked out the kinks yet. You know what I mean? Like it, had, it didn't make it the market. He's got he's got streets that don't exist on the regular game. It's you know? like the Winchester Mystery House in Owen's brain. <laughs> he's got like, you know, he's like, you know, Satakoy Avenue. Sorry, you can't land on that. No, I just did. But Owen's board <laughs> doesn't exist yet. Satakoy <laughs> Avenue you know, is what it is. I'll uh, take Park Place and Satakoy. Love you, yeah. Owen. Wow, he's the best, man. Um, getting, a, getting a call from the peanut gallery to talk about net neutrality, so maybe net, we can save that for the net end. Net neutrality. Way to bring it down, Jillian. He, We're having a good time here. Yeah, net neutrality. Hmm. Hmm. See, we, we've been kind of staying away from the negative stuff we said before this podcast. Man, let's keep it upbeat, because you and I, especially with the political climate yes. and obviously some of the terrible massacres that have happened and some of the just all the sorts of crazy issues. Uh, you know, all the tragedies like our current administration and, you know, David Cassidy dying. I mean, it's been bad. It's been a fucked up. Charles year. Manson. So we're trying oh, to no, that's a, that's yeah. an upbeat thing. Charles Manson died. You know what? It's true. Guy I know, 39 years old, two weeks ago, dropped dead. Jesus. Dropped fucking dead. Three children, a wife, good dude, right? Not a close personal friend, but a guy I know. The that I was cool with. Um, dropped dead. 39 years old, leaves all that misery, all that sadness, all that just, there's no reason, just horrifying. He, he basically had a heart condition as far from what they can tell, right? Charles Manson gets to be 83 years old. Charles fucking Manson, a piece of shit like that, a murderer, a yep. psychotic, a nutcase, a man who ruined and caused so much pain and suffering and ruined so many other people's lives on so many levels. He gets to be 83 years old. Yet a dude I know who didn't do anything wrong to anybody 
drops that at 39. This is how, J-Man, this is one of the I many, this is what's called many hows I know there is no God. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, I don't know a stronger case for no supreme being than the fact that good people can drop dead and bad people can live forever. Yep. I mean, don't want to go down a religious road, but my God, if anybody ever wants to say, hey, you know why there's no God? Because Charles Manson is 83 years old and your homie's dead. Yep. Well, how do you, what, I mean, like, God, what, decided, hmm. That's that's the mysterious ways he works in. There are children in Africa that literally can't eat in Africa and, like, your your buddy just drops dead. Yeah. And Charles Manson lives at 83. If there were a kids deity, get cancer. kids get cancer all the fucking time. If there were a deity, it's nowhere near anything that we think it is. Yeah. And I don't believe there's any of them. So you know, mm. that's just me. Well, <clears throat> man, this shit once again got fucking dark. Jillian man. also wants to know, since she's the only <laughs> one that participates in the online chat room. Thank you, Jillian and Jacqueline, who are both in there. We're going to answer her questions a little bit. She wants to know how we feel about Fish's 13 day run. The ban? The answer is I don't. It's funny. It's the second person I heard mention fish recently. Guy came up. He's like, hey, man, this is this weekend. He's like, you know, uh, I used to follow this band named Fish. And it was so weird. It's so weird to me that, like, you know, he addressed me as if as if I would never know who that is. You know, I'm like, hmm. oh, yeah, you don't say, huh? No, I know a thing or two about basically music. the end of the conversation. Um, <laughs> Just going to let that one go. Hey, ready for this? Yeah. I like fish. I think they're a pretty goddamn good band. I'm not super well-versed in their catalog, but the stuff I know, I enjoy. I have seen them live. I can say I actually did go see them. So I got, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Fish. Um, and, uh... I mean, it's not the original lineup. It can't be. Pretty close. One of them died, didn't Isn't he? The, the main the guy dude, died. The, well, Trey Anastasiago, Yaji Yaji, is like the dude. I think he's the driving force. He's like the, the Jerry Garcia of Fish. But does he have an ice cream named after him? Oh, absolutely. Fish food. Him, though. Like, this was Cherry Come. Garcia. Come on. Come. That's pretty damn close. The fact that they the band has an ice cream. They didn't na- name it the Grateful Dead ice cream. It was called Cherry Garcia. <laughs> what? I didn't know. Cherry Garcia was terrible, too. That wasn't good ice cream, but at least mm-hmm. it was it existed. Yeah, totally. Ice cream's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the happy topics. I'm tired, man. <laughs> I'm also very tired. I've been so, all... so when we record late, you know. Um, it's just late for us. Yeah, it is. It is. Dan, um, with that said, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. Thanksgiving is coming up. I'm excited. Doing some traveling, right? I'm going to Denver, yes. Okay. Been here for the last two years. Jacqueline has uh, graced me with her presence two years ago. She had Thanksgiving with us, and then last year she went to Paris. Okay. Um, so, the, yeah, this year we're going to go to Denver, and her dad is making an extravaganza of a feast. Okay. Excellent. Which I'm looking forward to. Good, good, good. Yeah, that'll be fun. Going to mm-hmm. go there for a couple of days and do some stuff, or? I don't think we're going to do anything. I think we're going to sit in her dad's house and okay. eat and just be happy. Cool. Um, getting cold over there? It was. I don't think it's supposed to be cold when we're there. You know where it's not cold? Here. Here. <laughs> if you're listening to this, we're in the middle of, essentially, a heat wave. Thanksgiving, even in, the, in, in California, it tends to always be maybe a little cool, like not hot. I wouldn't say not, always. Not warm, but they're they're saying that it could be 90 degrees. That's what mom told me today. Thanksgiving. I, I remember some really hot Thanksgivings. 90 degrees? Not Dan? 90. 
Probably 85, though. And not, not like distant memory, like within the last 10 years. Holy freaking shit, man. Yeah. But no, no, climate change is not real. Yeah. 90 degrees on Thanksgiving. I mean, talk about like over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. It's hot as a fuck. This weather sure sucks in the wind. You know, it's just like so different. Like the visual of Thanksgiving. I mean, it's never been my visual. Hmm. Because, because you've been a California guy. I'm a California native. That's why the white Christmas thing just hmm. on many levels makes no sense to me. Hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, we don't have winter. <laughs> winter is gone. <laughs> winter is not coming to California. Winter is not coming to California. <clears throat> well, that should be a nice little Thanksgiving. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah, it should be really good. Her dad is making four turkeys for 10 people. Wow. Because he's a food, he loves to cook. He's a very good cook. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah. I like um I like Thanksgiving's like Thanksgiving to me because we always would celebrate at my grandmother's house. Mm. Always meant there was travel. If that makes sense. There was always travel. It was always at grandmother's house. Yeah, we would travel to Pennsylvania, so that song always made sense, you know. Grandmother grandma. There was a river, did. there were woods. Yeah. Not like it, California where there's none of those things. Exactly, exactly. But it's it's uh it's uh, holidays in general, we've talked about this before, very different to um, obviously I come, it's, I come from the East coast. I come from a lot, no, 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 but, um, it's just different. They, they, they feel different cause they're so associated with weather on yeah. the East coast. Uh, Thanksgiving starting to get real cold, you know, uh, Christmas is freezing. Halloween is fall. Like everything is Easter is it's alive, it's spring and it's, and and it's just not like that anymore. I mean, we, you guys have snow days. Yeah. We don't have those. Snow days. That doesn't exist. What a crazy concept, yeah. huh? <clears throat> I mean, for me. Sure. Yeah, exactly. It's just weird, man. It's just, it's different. The holidays have always seemed a little less intense out here. Just something about not even how people decorate and stuff. It looks different. I mean, like you go to the East Coast, it feels like every freaking house is color, covered in lights and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they really, they embrace holidays. But again, I think a lot of it has to do with the, the weather. They got nothing else to do in the winter. Yeah. They don't. No, you're right. I mean, honestly, what are you going to do? I mean, Thanksgiving, I could very well go down to the beach and go for a jog. Mm-hmm. And, and have, yeah, can't do that back home. No, you'll you die. Got, you can, you could, you could <clears throat> bundle up like a crazy if you're a hardcore runner and you have to be out there. You could go to the gym on a treadmill, but it's just a different existence. Mm-hmm. California rules. That's the best. It is really It's great. expensive, but it's the best. It's so expensive. <laughs> but man, I mean, on days like that, when you see those people just freezing, I talk to my mom and dad and like, oh God, it's freezing out. We haven't left the house in two days. Like, what God's name are you talking about? Like, you know, that's a, if that happens in California, there's like some type of terrible ep- epidemic. Yeah. You know, it's because there's a nuclear winter. That's the only reason we're not going outside. <laughs> oh, yes, it's so true. So, yeah, we're coming up on the holidays, Dan. It's going to be exciting. But We are. I'm looking forward to finishing the season of Mr. Robot, which has been very good. Has it? Yeah. Season three? Season three is good. Much better than two. Yeah, two let a lot of people down. It did. It did. Um, it's, you know, it's not recaptured the first season's magic. Mm-hmm. I think most shows can't. Magical. But there was one the, um, last, last week's episode, the week before... I was watching and I was like, holy shit, they fucking knit. Like, it was so good. Like, yeah. they finally had a really good one that kicked my ass. And I was like, yes. Good. Thank you. Mr. Robot, so you've been watching that? Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Dan, I got to tell you, my man, uh, I'm just getting ready for the holidays. And uh, it's going to be, I think, really, I got a really busy December coming. But let's just see if we can try and get together at some point 
because we got to do our year ender. God, we have, have to. our big wrap up. We have to have to make that happen. Um, obviously, you know, some get happy talk, you know, is coming up. You know, I mean, that's the most. That's the thing I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm getting holy ready. Jeez. Oh, the official Chris Bernie Cousy. <laughs> the official Chris Bernie Cousy. Here Man, it is. That's, that's a classic, huh? Yeah, this is, this is an old school one. It's a old, yeah. So if you are listening in the UK and you haven't gotten those tickets yet, they are moving. Please get they them. They are moving. Bring the posse. Bring everybody. We're going old school. We're throwing it back. It's going to be great. And and again, once the new year hits, we'll be talking a whole lot about that. A whole lot more, Because um, yes. we'll be getting really close to that. And I'm just, I'm very excited for it. So a lot of great things are happening. We'll be announcing an actual uh, a little 20th anniversary project oh. um, next week. Next week. Um, so be on the lookout for that online. We have something special coming. A little video project. Don't want to give anything away. But uh, people are working hard right now as we speak on the project. We have people. Yes, person. <laughs> or do about Milligan. <laughs> Don't want to give too much away that I just gave everything away. <laughs> Mike's doing something. <laughs> but uh, Dan, I mean, that is uh, all for me this week on the old Fresh Talk. Just wanted to swing by, say hi, see how you're doing. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and uh, it seems like things are going good. I, I'm just hoping that we have a real good holiday season and it leads into a real special year for everybody. I think I think it'll be a good start of a year anyway. Be goddamn hard to get worse than this year. We're going to fucking get happy. Yep. Absolutely. That's it. That's all you got? I'm cashed, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I'm hungry. Let's keep bossing over. <laughs>
Spoonman. Cue the bossa nova. <laughs>